Connect and be blessed by the teachings of Pastor Charles Sinyaba, which will enable you to live a distinguished and supernatural life. Pastor Charles Sinyaba is a young and anointed man of God and preacher of the gospel. He's the head pastor of the Hopewell Revival Church, a vibrant supernatural youth church and the praying family, a non-denominational fellowship on KNUST campus. Have an expectation and prepare your heart to receive from God as you connect to the undiluted word of God. Let's delve into today's message. Wait, so we are commanded to serve Christ, but there is an attitude we must serve with. I taught you the attitude last week. The attitude you must serve God with. So now, I spoke about the reason why. Now, let me give you a recap of serving your way to the top. Now, I spoke about the fact that serving God is not optional. It's a must. Because we are created to you. And I told you that everything you have, every ability, every gift God has given you is not to serve your world. It's to serve him. Hallelujah. God gave you the hand to serve him. God gave you the leg to serve him. God gave you the wisdom to serve him. God gave you the voice to serve him. God gave you the skill to serve him. Everything given to you by God must serve the purpose of God first. Everything given to you by God must serve the purpose of God. Hallelujah. And I spoke about three main areas of service and I spoke about spiritual stewardship. That means that we have people who are involved in soul winning, discipleship of new converts like Stella, Ella, praying for the church growth. That's the spiritual aspect of how you can serve God. And I went on to say, you can serve God by being a fiscal steward. That is by using your strength, your intellect, your talent, your gifts, your skills to serve God. Hallelujah. Now, for instance, we have singers, instrumentalists, ashes, event managers, decorators, technicians, media personnel. They are all part of the fiscal stewardship. So we have the spiritual stewards and we have now the spiritual stewards are the people who follow up on people, pray for people, disciple them, teach them the ways of God. So you are serving God in that aspect. And we can serve God in the aspect of fiscal stewards like this our brothers are doing. My brother, come, come on, quickly, come. Jefferson, you decided to serve God because I spoke about serving God. Amazing. He went out to So now, Jefferson falls in the category of our physical stewards. Are you getting me? Now he's a singer and at the same time he goes out to bring souls. That's how he's serving God. So that simply means, Lord, you've given me voice. I will not use the voice to do nonsense. I will use the voice to sing to you. So now, Jefferson is not only one who goes out, he sings. So I go out, I talk about Jesus, I come in, I sing about Jesus. And I pray that somebody will make a decision after they preach him. Yeah, you will decide. So I spoke about spiritual stewardship, fiscal stewardship, and kingdom promotion. You can say that. Let's clap for him. And I spoke about kingdom promotion through financial stewardship. And I emphasize that. Now, it has to do with giving money in the form of tithes, offerings, and engaging in various sacrifices to build churches. Hallelujah. Now, you realize that as I'm even talking, I'm not Train. I'm going to hurt myself. But I realize that through your contribution, through my contribution, you have bought a microphone. So, there are people God will anoint specially for kingdom stewardship. Whereby, they believe that they can also serve God by giving towards the kingdom of God. So, when there is a project, when there is any program, when there is anything we are embarking on, probably we are embarking on getting new screens for the church. Somebody can step up and say, I'm a kingdom promoter. 
How much is the screen? Okay. How much is this? Okay, I will take the half of it. I have trusted God to walk in that realm and by the grace of God, I'm doing this much more. When I get to a place and they don't have something, I commit myself into it. Because in my lifetime, I want to build a church solely myself, my wife and my children. We build it for God. Bishop Oedipo said, he embarked on that. He said, I think a thousand churches, they want to build a thousand churches on an area. They will just take the project and they will build. Now you realize that the disciples of Jesus propagated the preaching of the gospel. But who brought the body of Jesus down from the cross? Joseph of Arimathea. He was rich. So you realize that he used his capacity or he used what God has given him to serve the purpose of God. So through the Joseph of Arimathea, Jesus came down from the cross. So through the abilities and giftings and God has given you, the kingdom must push forward. It's either you are in the department, I'm re-emphasizing this, you must be in the department. Whether you are in a spiritual stewardship, whether you join the prayer team, Eddie, or you join Ella, when we call for souls, you join them, and it's like, you must be in the department. Don't just come to church. Revelation chapter 4 verse 6, the Bible says we are created for him and to please him. Your body was created to please God. The Bible declares that we are his workmanship created in Christ unto good works. So you realize that God created you for good works. God created you to do good works. God created you to do things for him, not for you. Tell somebody God first. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. For you created everything and it is for your... It is for your... So God created your hands for his pleasure. God created your hands for his, your eyes for his, your legs for his. So if these things are not pleasing God, he is not permitted or is not, if you are sick, you take care of yourself. Because if you work in my company, I can ensure the car I've given you. I feel the tanker for you. So God can only feel you when you use yourself for his glory. Yeah. Can I pray this prayer? May God raise some financial stewardship out of this place. Whereby as young as you are, when we are embarking on any project, you are committed to give. Yeah? Botanical gardens. Apostle, I will take, how much is the basin? I will pay. So that the kingdom of God can advance with speed. That's how God blesses people. So if you want God to bless you, you must have the consciousness of the kingdom at mind. That Lord bless me because this must happen in the church. Lord, open this travel door. Now many people just want to travel. No matter pictures of snow. Well, we are out here. We, hey. just But if we are saying, Lord, open this travel door so that when I become great, I will invest in your kingdom. But the truth is, you must prove it now. Don't prove it when you travel. Because the truth is, all those who struggle to give now, when they become great, they can't give. Even your one seed, you can't give it to God. You are talking about one dollar. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, quickly, today's topic. What is the blessing in serving God? Blessings and rewards in kingdom service. So what are the blessings for the instrumentalists? What are the blessings for those who are in spiritual stewardship? What are the blessings for those who are in kingdom advancement? Now, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Hebrews 11 verse 6. So you Somebody's see... resource just changed from D to C. You will check the trail and it has changed. Yes. 
So you see, it is impossible. Overflow, give me a wave. Oh, as you are waving, may the angels of the Lord wipe away your tears and your troubles. Yes. So you see, it is impossible to please God without faith. Uh -huh. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that there is a God and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Amen. He rewards those who sincerely Exodus 23 verse 25. So there is a reward for those who seek God. As much as it is a command to serve God. You see, serving God is a must. But this God is so good to the point that as much as you are commanded to serve him, he blesses those who serve him too. So God is not only using you because he's big. Or God is not only commanding you to serve him because he's using his authority to influence you. He's giving you an opportunity to share in the blessings or in his glory. All the men in the Bible who committed themselves to the service of the kingdom, you realize that they became great. So we can't mention God without them. Now, when we talk about God, we talk about Moses. So you realize that as much as God says he doesn't share his glory with no man, there are men who share in his glory. To the point that you can't talk about God without mentioning them. That's why even when God appeared to Jacob, he said, I'm the God of your father. I am God, but of a man who chose to serve me. I am all wise God. I am almighty God. I share my glory with no man. But God shares his glory with men who tend to serve him. We know today that God is almighty, but God has chosen to be mighty through a vessel called Pastor Ajman Elvis. So now many come to believe in God because a vessel has chosen to serve him. So God can be almighty in wealth, but he's looking for men to trust his wealth into. Come on. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Now we know Moses, right? We know Abraham, right? And all these great men were men who chose to serve God. So one way to record your name in the archives of great men before God is to choose to serve him. The moment you choose to serve God, you become great automatically. Generations yet unborn will come and it's like when Pastor Elvis dies and go, people come and say, there was a man who chose to serve God. And by his life, many will be compelled to serve God. Go back to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Anyone who wants to come to you must believe that there is a God. And that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. God rewards those who sincerely serve him. God blesses. That's why he quoted Exodus chapter 23 verse 25. That you must serve the Lord and he will bless. One major way to command God's blessing is to be committed to his service. When you become committed to the kingdom service, God begins to service your life. When you commit yourself in spiritual stewardship, you are committing yourself to the blessings of God. When you commit yourself to physical stewardship, you are commanding or you are signing a contract of blessings. You must serve only the Lord, your God. Then if you do, if you, I will, oh come on church, I will, how many of you want the blessings of God? And you realize that God is connecting blessings to what? Service. So anyone who finds himself in these three categories, you have signed a contract of blessing. Whether you like it or not, you'll be blessed. It is not a prayer point. 
Number one blessing of serving God. Favor. You'll be favored. Those who serve the interest of God's kingdom become his favorite. When a man decides to serve God by seeking first his kingdom to promote it, God's favor will make the person a wonder among others. Serving God is the master key for all one blessing. When you make up your mind to serve God with the things he has given you, you are making up your mind for favor. God has not favored you because you decided to pray. God favors you because you thought about his kingdom. When the angel appeared to Mary, the angel said, Mary, there is a contract for you. But look at the salutation. Thou, Luke chapter 1 verse 26. You walk in unlimited favor when you decide to serve God. Favor will begin to locate you all around. And I decree over anyone in any of the three categories, receive favor in the name of Jesus. Favor means to be liked and to be chosen. Or favor means to be shown kindness. You are in line. Suddenly, somebody begins to like you and say, I'll help you. You find yourself in a problem and somebody says, I'll pay your school fees for you. Even me. One day, I was just there and the Lord brought a lady's name into my heart and God said, pay her school fees. I said, yes, sir. And I paid it. Which I'll pay till she completes yeah. Till she completes. Now, boss, means where? I don't know. Favor simply means God commanding men to your attention. God commanding men to your attention. Yeah, you have so many problems. When God says, I've shown Sylvia favor, it simply means I've commanded men to your aid. Anytime there is a problem, there will be a solution. That's favor. Favored men see problems as a lifting force for them. Anytime they fall in problem, it's like a steps because in their problem, God brings men to them to lift them. Yeah, that's what it means to. Look at this. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. And Mary was wondering, What do you mean I'm favored? You are favored because God is about to use you. You're favored because God is about to use you. So, you see, this guy doesn't know that he's walking in. Now, you have a testimony you have not even shared. This guy used to have sex. Used to do things. Am I lying? Or I'm, I'm trying to disgrace you. Then his brother Solomon. Where is Solomon? Run. I'm not joking. You must serve the Lord your God. And if you do, I will bless you. It's a simple thing. This guy decided to serve God. And through his service, God blessed him with the salvation of his brother. Now, he is the kid brother and he's the big brother. But through the kingdom service of this one, this one is now born again. Do you see the power of service? Now, this guy served God so much that the brother was wondering, what has happened in my brother? What has happened? I'm not joking. Then the brother said, I will follow and go and see where you go. He came, he's also in the protocol. You used to have sex how many times a week? Twice a week. What were some of the things you used to do? You are sweaty. He said, I was sweaty, son. How many of you want to receive favor? 
If you want to receive favor, serve the God of favor. Yeah. If you are not interested in the things of God, God will also be interested in the things of your life. Yeah, it's simple. You must serve the Lord. And if you do, he will bless you. What are some of the blessings? He will favor you. When Mary decided to carry Jesus and angelic protection, you realize that when Mary said yes to the kingdom service, suddenly angels started appearing to her. How many want angels to appear to you? Say yes to the service of protocol. Maybe answering. If Gina probably was not serving God once, oh, Abu Yakuno. No, you see, the normal things we hear kill people. When it comes to the servants of the kingdom, it doesn't kill them. Do you know why? As an ambassador, there is always a backup when there is a problem. You may joke with what I'm saying. And the angel appeared to Mary and said, Thou art highly favored. There are types of favor, but Mary, because you have chosen to serve God, you are highly favored. You are highly shown kindness by God. Suddenly, angels started appearing to Mary. Do you know what happened to Mary? The favor on Mary's life extended to her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Because of Mary saying yes to God, an angel appeared to Joseph. So some of you, as you commit yourself to the kingdom service, it does not only affect your life, it can affect your mother's life, your father's life, and I command unusual favor from today. Anyone serving God in any department, receive uncommon favor. Secondly, you realize that she became the focus of heaven. When Mary said yes to God, she became the focus of heaven. Suddenly, all attention was on her. Angels were protecting her. Suddenly, when she gave birth, men traveled from far to come and give gift to her. Gold. If Mary were to believe in Elunka, maybe her generations they will never see gold. But when she committed herself to the kingdom service, God commanded people to bring her gold. And thirdly, do you know one of the most gracious blessings ever of favor is for a good name. If Mary had not said yes, probably by now, wouldn't have known. Now, in her days, she had friends, but do we know her friends? But the reason why her name is recorded today is because she decided to serve the God of records. And now, how many of you would want to name your child Mary? Now, look at this name. What are you talking about? <laughs> but even some religious people pray through Mary. You see, they see us as a special person. Why is she special? Because she chose to serve God. Yeah, I mean, me, me, I'm so special. Listen, by the grace of God, eh, my service towards God has given me many things I couldn't have gotten in life. I'm telling you. When you choose to serve God, you are signing a contract of favor. Where suddenly all the people who used to eat will start liking you. Even all the aunties and uncles who used to say things against you, the moment you realize that you have changed, you are like, hey, hey, I joined the Mijinidi. One year, I'm going to say, oh, So that's number one kingdom service. You receive uncommon. Number two, divine protection. Daniel chapter 6, verse 20. I want your testimony to be complete before I share it. All the people who didn't like him, now they like him. All the people who, saw, who told him that he's a Bible, now they all like him. Why? A man who chooses to serve God will be chosen by men. Because when you are covered with the glory of God, men will be attracted to you. When you're covered with the glory of God. 
When I go to prayer, hey, Apostle, oh, Apostle, I hey, me. Oh, oh, oh. Look at when Pastor Elvis chose to serve God. Look at how footballers, presidents, ministers, great men, they all want to meet a young man. Who, a young man, favor. He's seated at one spot, but everybody's rushing. Everybody's rushing. Favor. Favor. You will be favored in the name of Jesus. Daniel says 20. Now, those who serve God are entitled to divine protection in times of attack. Daniel, a great servant of God, survived the lion's den because he was committed in serving God. Now, one of the things you must understand that servants of God are God's prime target of protection. Because through you, God is executing many agendas on the earth. Am I talking to somebody? Through Mary's permission, Jesus came. So through your permission to serve God, many things are done in the house of God. And since you are permitting God for many things to be done, it simply means you are becoming a threat to Satan. Your health, your finances, your family, everything that has to do with your life becomes God's focus. Now, when Daniel chose to serve God in his generation, you realize that he became a target, he became a threat. And Satan used the friends of Daniel to plot against him. But the Bible declares that when Daniel decided to serve God, and even as they plotted against him, and they placed him in a lion's den. Now, a den of lions simply means a room full of lions. And when the king came to the den and to Daniel, he cried in a voice of anguish. The king said to Daniel, Oh, Daniel. Oh, come on, church. Oh, Daniel. Did he say, Oh, Daniel, prime minister? But do you know that Daniel was a prime minister in his days? But in time of situation, the title he had in the world could not command the resource. There are times your titles in the world can command the resource, but there are situations it is only divine intervention. And the king came to the lion's den. And the king said to Daniel, Oh, Daniel, servant of the... Is your God whom you serve. Come. Some of you serve and you stop. You dance small, you stop. You go out small, you stop. And that's why certain things don't happen. When you stop on the way, God stops working in your life. Is the Lord your God whom you serve continually? Has he been able to deliver you from the lions? You claim you are a servant of God. Has he been able to see you through your academics? Has he been able to deliver you from your health challenges? Has he been able to bring you out of poverty? Has he been able to deliver you from the accident? Junior, servant of the living God, has the Lord thy God delivered you from Boboya accident? Yes, he has delivered him. Verse 21. How did God deliver his servant Daniel? Now, I shall not die, but I shall live and. So, the reason why God will always command angels to protect you is because you are a treasure to his kingdom. Because the moment you die, he may not find somebody like you. The moment you die, she may not find somebody like you to serve in the choir. The moment you die, the way you are committed, the way you are consistent, the way you are serious, God will not want you to die. That's why the songwriter said, God no go shame us. God no go shame us. And Daniel said to the king, Oh, king, live forever. Verse 22 quickly. My God, whom I serve, has sent. Tell somebody, focus, focus. My God has sent his angel. His. 
Why did the angel come? Because he was a servant of God. Angels are commanded to those who are committed to the service of the kingdom. Don't pray for an angelic protection when heaven is not benefiting from your life. Why is it that when Akufodo appears, there is a battalion of soldiers? Why? Well, because he's a treasure. He's a what? So we need to protect him. The question is, why should God protect you? Why should God send an angel to you? You may pray like Daniel, but you may not get an answer. Do you know why? Daniel was doing something that compelled God. Do you know that in the lions, then Daniel didn't pray? Do you know in the lions that Daniel didn't pray? He didn't pray. God sent the angel. That simply means that if you are committed to what God has commanded, he is committed to what he has commanded. If you are working in my company, are you supposed to tell me to fill the car? Or to buy certain things that is needed for the work? I will do it because I know that without it, it can work. So God understood that in his days, without Daniel, things may collapse. So God sent an angel. Go. So look at this. My God sent his angel and I shut the lion's mouth so that they have not hurt me because I was found innocent and blameless before him and also before you. God will send an angel to secure a kingdom servant. I'm declaring, I said angels will secure you from accident. The failing by your name will not be part of the failures. After today, as you commit yourself to the kingdom, I announce in the name of Jesus, angels will protect you. Sit down. So number two, divine protection. Hallelujah. Number one is what? Favor. Number two, divine protection. So we see God protect Daniel because he was a servant of the Lord. Save fruitfulness. First Kings chapter 4 verse 8 to 17. Now serving God leads to fruitfulness. Now the Shunammite woman received a miracle baby in spite of years of barrenness when she served the man of God. The Shunammite woman. When the Shunammite woman decided to serve the servant of the living God, the God of the servant of the living God gave the woman baby. So do you know one key to break out of barrenness? Now to be barren simply means you are not fruitful. There is no resource. Academical barrenness. Financial barrenness. Maybe as we are here, no guy has ever proposed to you. You are barren. You are barren. Now to be barren simply means you are not fruitful. Now, God is not benefiting from you. Your family is not benefiting from you. Satan is not even benefiting from you. Just hold on, hold on. After they served Elijah, Elijah asked the woman, what do you want? Then Elijah asked the servant, this woman has served us. Now, ask what shall be done to her. Should we talk to the king on her behalf? Now, Elisha has said to... Now, let me give you this testimony. This Nigerian woman preaches... I don't know. She, she preaches on relationship. Then she shared a testimony on the fact that her sister has been looking for a baby for many years. I don't know how many have heard that testimony. Or how many have heard? Her sister has been looking for a baby for many years. They prayed. They fasted. And she took it into prayer. She said, Lord, we are praying. We are fasted. And the Lord said to her, your sister's baby... Is in the choir. She said, God, why? She said, your sister was serving in the choir and she stopped. Anytime they come for choir rehearsals, the angel comes with the baby, but she's not there. Rehearsals, not Sunday. What if a rehearsal in their girl? Now, who is in charge of all services? Is it not God? It's not a man. Oh, apostle is not here, so let, let us fool. 
She got to the the angel comes to call meeting with the baby. And your sister is not there. Now look at this. So after the revelation, she went and told God has given me the answer. You stop the choir. That's how God has stopped the baby. But God said, if you return, when she returned after one month, she got pregnant. <laughs> Barrenness responds to kingdom service. The moment you are committed to serving the God of fruitfulness, when God created Adam and Eve, he said, be fruitful and that simply means that anyone connected to God, you are bound to break out of barrenness. You are bound to break out. So if you realize that you are not being fruitful, number one, it is either you are serving God, but not according to the attitude with which you must serve it. Or number two, you are not serving at all. You are praying, but you are not serving. When we close, you don't do anything. You are not in any department. You are not in the You are not in the choir. Oh, it's a pastor chance. Second Kings chapter 4 verse 8. One day, Elisha went on to Shunem, where a rich and influential woman lived, who insisted on his eating a meal. Afterward, whenever he passed by, he stopped there for a meal. And she said to her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is a holy man of God who passes by continually. Let us make a small chamber on the housetop. Now they made a decision to serve the man of God. They were solving a problem in the life of the man of God. When they made a decision to serve the man of God, what happened? Continue. And put there for him a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp. Then whenever he comes to us, he can go up the outside. They used their own money to provide for the man of God. And the God of the man said, since you have decided to solve the problem in my life, let me also solve the problem in your life. I don't know if you understand. The man of God had a problem. It was as though God could not provide. Sometimes a God will intentionally create a problem in the church. When you solve it, he solves your own. He intentionally does that. He will intentionally make the microphone not to work. So that when you see it, and say, how can God's mic not to be working? How can God's mic not be working? Meanwhile, as I'm talking, probably your jackman is not working. Your wife can't give birth. The moment you make up your mind that no, this thing should work, you are signing up a contract for things to work in your life. Your business will begin to work. Your family will begin to work. Your academics will begin to work. Why? You have thought about how things should work in the kingdom. Let me tell you the truth. When you make a decision to serve God, you are making a decision for your seed to benefit from God. It's not just you. When the woman made a decision, the, the husband probably may not have been in support of what the woman was doing. But at the end, the woman's decision brought a baby. She was influential in finances, but she was what? Barren in the womb. But when they committed themselves in serving the man of the Lord, you realize that at the end, God broke the barrenness. So kingdom service break barrenness in your life. Number prosperity. Those who serve God, will prosper because God pays his workers and pays them better than all employers. When God employs a man, God blesses the man. Now, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? By this same scripture, Elijah never prayed for a chamber and a hall. God compelled a couple to build for him. He was only on assignment for God and God assigned men for him. The woman said, we have seen that this is a holy man of God. That simply means, we have seen that this is a man who has chosen to serve the things of God. Let us also provide for him. How many of you want free things? 
You are there, and somebody will say, I don't know, I just felt like giving you this house. You don't believe it, eh? Oh, how many of you want something like that? Go back to the verse 9. How many of you want to prosper? This is the blessing for those who serve. And she said to her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is a holy man of God who passes by what? Continually. Who passes by continually simply means this is a holy man of God who is always on his assignment of service. We have realized that he is always committed. Now let me tell you the truth. Until you are committed, there is no resource. Until you are consistent, there is no resource. If you do it when you want, how you want it, you are not in for any resource. Now for instance, this guy comes to church. He's a, he's a protocol today. The next month he's off. We are in the dancing team. The next month. But look at this statement. She said to her husband, Behold, I perceive that this is a holy man of God who passes by continually. This is a girl who is always in the choir continually. The word there is what? Continually, not in the ones. What we say? I must be joining the choir. Who has ever gone to the gym at once? Do you, do you, say, who, who do you see that resource? What commands resource? It's not one time thing, it's, it's a consistent thing. This is a holy man of God who passes by continually. Say continually. You must serve God continually. It is your faithfulness that commands your resource, not one-time act. Now look at the verse 10. His continual service, what happened? Let us make him a small chamber on the housetop and put there for him a bed, a table, a chair, a lamp. So whilst he was working for God, God was working a house for him. As you are busy serving God, I see somebody busy working things out for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, somebody will be in that meeting and they will favor in your cause. They will speak on your behalf. They will work on your behalf. Receive properties. Are you getting the blessing? The man of God never prayed for it. Whilst he was working for God, God was working things out for him. Now he had a chamber, a table, a chair, a lamp. And whenever he comes to us, he can go out there and eat and rest and sleep. God will give you rest because you have given him rest in his kingdom. How many have been blessed by the blessings of the kingdom? Long life. Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 7. When you serve God, you are receiving long life. Those who serve God are prolonging their life on earth. The scripture says, I shall not but I shall live and so you being alive there is a reason why God permits you to be alive and what is the reason why God wants you to be alive so that you can still serve in the media team now look at this, Moses served God now Moses was 120 years when he died, his eyes were not dim now to be one, look at even you 20 something, one class in Tema one class in Tema one class because one but Moses, a servant of the living God, Moses was 120 years old when he died and his eyes were not dim, nor his natural force abated. That's why the man was climbing mountains like he was climbing bathhouse. God would say, Moses, come to the mountains. And Moses would climb. 120 years. You are 20 something years, 22 years. You are complete of waste pains. Mechinka say, Mephimpadie, Missisi, Kodoso, Koko, Cross and Crosser. Why? The body God has given you to serve you. You are servicing club. Having sex left, right, center. Proving how 
how strong you are in sex. I know you are shock you on them. I say, babe, come over. Over, over, over. Today, I have learned a new style. And today, it's either you break me or I break you. You are breaking records. Moses was serving God till 120 years. Now look at Moses was 120 years and when he died and he, his eyes were not deep nor his natural force. That simply means that the man was so strong in as much as he has aged. Long life. Me, I'm not dying now. Oh no, 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 no. Now when Jesus was dying, did he, even on the cross, the Bible says he gave up. That simply means no matter what they did to him, the guy didn't want to die. The man didn't want to die. Until he said, Even Stephen, when they were stoning him, if the guy had not said, I'm dying, he wouldn't have died. Do you know what he said? Father, into thy hands I commit. That means I permit myself to die. Servants are God, immortalized in the glory of God. That is why the Bible says, And you shall drink poison. You shall drink it, and nothing will happen to you. Paul, a servant of the living God, when a serpent bite him, the guy shook it off. Because what was running through his body was not the natural blood. It was the blood of Jesus. Why? Because you are not serving God. Little, little sickness. Now, I'm not joking, no. They will pick up serpents and even if they drink anything deadly, it will not hurt them. They will lay up their hands on the sea. So now, even if you drink anything deadly, it will not hurt you. But when you lay hands on people who have drunk something deadly, you'll be healing them. <laughs> Yesterday, I traveled from Accra. I arrived around 11. Prayed out, uh, I think, 2 or 3. Woke up, I'm here. Your natural strength will not be abated. Into a telling God, said Dubai, don't go be that. Because you go Dubai, then how better fever one week. I'm saying that we go Dubai now, basically. But I see international doors open. Are you being blessed? Now, the last but not the least, one of the greatest blessings in serving God is the transference of the anointing. Romans 1 verse 11. Paul said, I long to see you that I may impart. Now you realize that when Elisha served Elijah, what happened? The mantle upon Elijah came upon Elisha. Whenever you commit yourself to serve God in his house, the anointing that works in his house falls upon you. Now you realize that our father in the Lord, Pastor Adjiman Alves, gave a great testimony that he followed Dr. Ponente for 11 years and the mantle shifted upon his life. 11 years. 11 years. Elijah and Elisha, they worked for almost about 20 years, yet the guy didn't receive the mantle. It was till the end. Don't just serve once. Don't just come for prayers once. Be consistent. For I am yearning to see you that I may impart and share with you some spiritual gift to strengthen you, to establish you. So what strengthens a man and establishes a man is a transference of a spirit. And how do you get that transference of a spirit? When you serve, that service becomes a platform for a transaction. Am I talking to somebody? May a spirit be transferred over somebody. Amen. How did Joshua get the spirit of wisdom? 
and the spirit of understanding. The Bible declares that Joshua, who served Moses, has received. So your service opens you up to receive the grace upon your man of God or the commission or the blessings upon the commission. Some graces are falling on you. Last point. Sickness free is one of the greatest blessings. Those who serve God enjoy sickness free. Exodus 23 verse 25. How many of you want God to heal your genotype? You see, your problem is your inconsistency. You are in church today, you are not in church tomorrow. You are always doing, look at Daya, Aikade, Jaikudo. Like you are always giving reasons why you are not at your post. It means you are not competent. Slap somebody, say, are you competent? I said slap, slap, slap. I said slap. You can slap the back. Can slap the teeth. Can slap the eye. But I want to hear ta, 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 ta. When I dance on my sin, I don't want any. Amen. Let's read it. One to go as we close. One to go. So the moment you commit yourself to serve God, you are committing yourself to hospital. What medical case could not heal? I have one of my sons here. Give me me excuses. Me call, me call clean up. Me call hospital. Me call this. Me call that. Me call this. Me call, this. Me call baby. Can me call this uncle medical school program because send us what I call hospital there. Ems what I need to say because see a drone we use no one umu cutting one umu ink ne di cost apostle your point service one abeko but I told him recently came that the wounds are healing the wounds are healing and I told him if he doesn't take it he may think it's a normal healing but the moment he became consistent with God God started healing the wounds God started healing it why? when you said the Lord I will take sickness out of your midst so what medicine could not take away your service can permit God to take it away from you okay but I've seen God healed through this altar. Many destinies are healed. Many lives are healed. Many testimonies. And anyone committed to the kingdom service, I decree and I declare, you are healed today. Psalm 150 verse 6. How many of you have been blessed today? How many of you are blessed with the first message about the shepherding? Let everything that has breath. Uh, let's read one to go. That simply means that as long as you are still alive, you must contribute to the kingdom of my servant. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. That simply means let everything that has breath simply let anything within me that is alive. Is your hands alive? Then give it God away. Give God away. Is your leg alive? Then shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. That simply means I'm ready to go where you will tell me to go. Hallelujah. Some of us, your pocket is not alive. That's why you're not able to give an offering. But I prophesied this week. You will have enough to give. I see somebody receiving some dollars, some dollars. In the name of Jesus. As long as you are still alive, you must contribute to the kingdom by seven. You must join the media team. You must join the protocol. You must join the choir. Contribute. Because he says, let everything within me praise the Lord.
Let my leg praise the Lord. Let my mouth praise the Lord. How do you praise the Lord sometimes when you go out to talk to people about God? You are praising him. That God is great. Let everything. It's your phone alive. Share the flyers. What do you think? Many people have lost their place in God because of excuses. There are excuses people usually make when they are to serve God. Examples are as follows. Number one, I am very busy. Why are you not serving God? I am busy. Why don't you come for prayer meeting? I will do it one day. Oh, Apostle, I'm, I'm going to join the choir. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm uh, when I get time. Hey, when you get time, who created the time? So what are some of the excuses some of you are giving? Why you can't serve God? I am very busy. I'm a student. I have lectures. I don't have time. Mm. You don't have time. Simply means God, I want to die. What do you think? I will do it one day when I complete school. When you complete school, I will be and you do it one day. Now that you are singing, you can't even do it. How much more you start doing national service? Now that you are single, lonely, sleeping on students' mattress, serve God. Come, 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 come. Some of you, why are you not in the choir? Oh, but somebody's already in the choir. Why are you not in the media? Oh, somebody says, why are you not in the drama? This lady to us acting powerfully. Well, what did you say? You gave an example. Give me one of your lines. You said something. Uh huh. You should chill with a big. Do you know girl. what my pastor said? <laughs> I mean, this setting, I want to stop. Or what do you think? <laughs> you have to like. You have to. You have to chill with the big girls. That's why I want to chill with you. Yes. <laughs> now, when she was acting, how many of you were blessed? She is using what has been given to her to praise God by being part of the drama. Anna, why a home big man? Anna, I hear TV. Oh, what a good girl. Obi TV said, Oh, but she should have said it this way. Eh? Lectra. Tell somebody, do something for God. Oh, do something for God. People are giving excuses why they can't serve God. Why? Some of you are saying, Oh, but somebody's already thinking. Look at, come, 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 come. Look at this young girl taking pictures. Take her the pair picture. Wow. But there was somebody already taking pictures. Oh. But when she came, a space has been created for her. Stop giving excuses. Join a department and serve. I am shy. You are shy, but you broke your virginity. How did you break it? How did you remove the dross? You are shy. Oh, I'm shy. I'm shy. When it comes to choir, you are shy. But when it comes to removing dross, you, you, are, you are an aspect. From today, I break shyness from your life. I'm sorry, I can't be I can't be a protocol. Now, when I did protocol, I said in him. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm telling some of the excuses. Some of those say, I'm shy. I don't want problems. Even heaven God, there was a problem. Problem there everywhere. And a pressure. And the, oh, I will be your pressure. Oh, I will be your pressure. Look at even in your single life, there is pressure. Some people also say, but I give my offer. Is it not enough? No, it's not enough. I'm a nursing mother in today. I just got married. 
I have no special gift of talent. If you are looking for a giftless person and a talentless person, you are looking at one. But because I have built myself, God filled me. Some people say, oh, but I just joined the church. But when I was declaring Momo, you're not shouting amen. My husband or wife is already involved. Some of you, nyama, nyama excuses. I'm too old. Whoa. And some say, I'm too young. Okay. Can I rush through this? These are the consequences of being idle in church. Your enemies will prevail over you. Deuteronomy chapter 20 verse 47. God protects his prophets. Once you are unprofitable to God, heaven will not waste his resources on protecting you. When you are not doing anything for God, these are the consequences. God bless you. Keep joining the choir. Alright? Are you in the choir? Join the choir too. Okay? So the day there is no drama, you are in the choir. There should never be a day you are not doing anything. Now, because you have not served the Lord your... Can we read? Want to go? Uh-huh. So when you refuse to serve God, you will serve your enemies. So the witches in the family will be serving them. All because you have refused to serve. When you refuse to serve God, you will service yourself. Ask yourself, how much do you have to serve yourself? Tell somebody, I will serve the Lord. Number two, when you refuse to serve the Lord, there will be no blessing for you. No one works at Barclays Bank and gets paid at Coca-Cola. You know that. When you work at Barclays Bank, do you receive your pay at Coca-Cola? Where do you receive your pay? So when you serve in the house of the Lord, where do you receive your pay? And who is the one in charge of the house of the Lord? Not Charles Nyaba. I'm just a servant. But the main boss is what? God. Number three. You'll be cut off and left to die. You'll be cut off and you'll be left to Every farmer works hard to maintain the yield on their farm. Those who bear no fruit are cut off. Now, when you read John chapter 15, verse 1 to 2, he said, any branch in me that does not bear fruit, my father will cut it off. So there are so many Christians who are a branch in Christ, but they are not bearing fruit. And because of the God has cut them from many supplies of heaven. So though they are in church, but they are not receiving anything. It will be because I said, what should the God of the house do anything for you? Imagine I've employed you now. Lisa, get up. You've employed me in your company, but when I come, I don't know what you tell me to do. Will you pay me? Yeah. So, in as much as I come, I must do what you tell me to do before what you pay me. So, in as much as it's good you come to church, you must do what the master of the church is telling you to do before he pays you. How many want to be paid by God? Then do something for the Lord. What do you think? Today I saw Mr. Lisa run, run, run. I saw him going forth. He was picking people from Conti, from here, from here, from here. He is bringing people to church. And ask him, blessings upon blessings. Ask him. Yeah. Oh, you are not being blessed. Since you joined service, I bless the wedding. Who advised you to marry? And when I advised you to marry, what did I say that impregnate your my wife? Is she pregnant? Do you know how many people have married for years and they have not been able to give birth? Do you know how many people are trusting off for a baby? And you just want jackpot. Boom. Yeah. Clap for the boy. Clap for the boy. Clap for the boy. My son is a champion player. Clap for the champion player. No lady will be buried in this church. 
Only when you don't serve God, you'll be barren. My God. He casts off every branch that doesn't what produce. So you are in him. But the reason why you're not getting the nutrients from him is because you're not bearing fruit. You're wasting all the graces of God. These are the consequences of not serving God. The last point, you waste the grace of God. Every child of God is giving grace to function in the house of God. Every one of us, we have a gift, a talent. Some of you, you can sing, you can dance, you can rap. Where is my son? Now in this church, we rap. I thank God. Microphone. Ah. Uh, Let's go. Hey. I thank God. Hey. For today. Hey. I thank God. Every day. I thank God. So now you see, even you may think there is no place for rap. There is a place for rapping. Every gift and talent has a place in the house of God. When you let us know, we'll give you a place. What do you think? Maybe, during that people who doesn't like rap songs, and that people like, First Corinthians 15 10. Who gives all these gifts? And it's, it's I mean, now realize that when Geometer stands to sing, it's a different gift. When, Francis Amo, when it comes with the, a different grace altogether, when this lady, when she sings, you can hear that, hey, anointing deo. And when you hear me, she chingo to you, realize that, ah, anointing deo. Snatch, anointing. So realize that different singings, different anointings by the same God. Now he is gifted for, to singing for birthday people. So if today is your birthday, we have a special song for you. Be on your feet and let's close. Hallelujah. I pray that after this service, you will decide to serve God. How many of you would have made a decision to join a department? You will not just come to church, warm your seat. Or we say, oh, eh, many gift. But how are you able to rap a girl to say yes? Some of you, eh, only God knows how you are able to propose. Has a guy proposed to you before? And the things he said, you were shocked. That among all the girls on campus, you are their class captain. There are some ladies, eh, when a guy raps them, eh, they can be soaked in the rap and go and stand in the mirror and say, wow. This month will be your best month. The things you wrote for the year 2023, right? How many of them have come to pass? Now, if they have not come to pass, it simply means that you are not pushing enough. You are not taking the steps to work it. What trying to say, you must take some rocket decisions before they come to pass. Hallelujah. You want scholarship, but you have not applied any scholarship. Oh, God. Not oh, God is able to do. Hey. Take the right steps. What do you think? In order to see things become a reality, you have to face the reality by taking steps of faith. Hallelujah. So please go back to your notes. What you wrote in the beginning of the year, 1st January, 
Oh, I want to see this in my life. I want to see that. I'll do this. I'll do that. Revisit it. Realize that I have not done it all. Then decide that this July, at least, would it? Take a step. I don't know if I'm making sense. Just, JBB. At least, I don't know the year, three things should be accomplished out of the list. Stop writing many things in addition to the year. Oh, this year, they will rise. An eagle, horse, champions, then, then. Every eye close, every head bow. If you are here, you are not born again. Probably somebody invited you to church and you want to say, man of God, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to make it right with God. Give me a wave. I want to pray for you specially. Every eye closed. I want to pray for you. You are not sure if you die now, you go to heaven. Though you go to church, but you are not really serious with God. But you realize that, ah, God has been doing a lot. Look at the testimonies, the atmosphere. You want to make it right with God. Just give me a wave. Wave and I'll pray for you. Just wave, I'll pray for you. Every eye closed, every head bow. Just wave, I'll pray for you. Wave. All right. Let the church say with me. Say, Father, thank you for this opportunity. I come to you just as I am. Wash me with your blood and forgive me of all my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Father, for forgiving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. May your life never be the same as you have connected to the word of God through his servant, Pastor Charles Sinyaba. Connect with the man of God on Facebook and Instagram at Sinyaba Charles.